Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. All things covered. Yours truly, Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. Good show for you guys. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to buckle up and enjoy this ride. On this show, we will be recapping the big-time divisional win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Our very own Patrick Peterson has a lot to say about that ball game. And I have a lot to say as well. So you got to stay tuned and hear exactly our sentiments about what we witnessed this past Sunday there in the jungle, as they say. And an early look ahead for next week's matchup against Pat Pease, former team. The Arizona Cardinals will be traveling to Pittsburgh. Yes, the Steelers will be back at the crib taking on the Arizona Cardinals. So we got to exactly hear Pat's thoughts and vibes facing his old team, the team that drafted him into the National Football League to see if there's any extra fire still left in that engine. You know, Pat P felt some type of way with the, about the Arizona Cardinals. Well, not the Cardinals per se, but a few individuals. They're not associated with the team anymore. But let's see if he's still got a little bit of fire left in that engine. Stay tuned. Well, the Steelers gave us something to be happy about. Most importantly, you guys won. So I applaud you guys for your effort. I'm speaking on behalf of all the fans. Thank you for not ruining our week. Pat P. Right? <laughs> Steelers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 16 to 10. My prediction was 24. 10 was my prediction. Uh 24 13, I believe. 24 something. 20 23 14. 23, that was 14. my prediction. Most importantly, the Steelers won. Also, you know, if you guys tune in last week's to a last week's episode, um, I added some extra, you know, extra sauce to my prediction. I mm -hmm. needed the Steelers to win. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Go ahead. That was a check mark. Steelers won. Yep. Mm -hmm. I needed 400 yards of total offense. Yeah. Oh, yep. that was a check mark. It's been 50 yeah. games since the Steelers were able to do such a thing. They did so. And Kenny Pickett needed to throw two touchdowns. That was the yep. And if all three of, those, three of those things were going to happen, I was going to take a shot of alcohol. Pardon. So if I'm still going, if I'm still going to Waffle House, oh. you still got to take a shot. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's put the poll out there and be Mac words. Let's let the let the fans vote and let's see what they say. So what? Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't completely. You didn't completely win your bet on the Waffle you House. You created a turnover. You 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 were a part of a turnover. No, that's not the same thing. So. If you want me to go to Waffle House and get that American style, whatever you talk about, all star. Don't, don't there you go all star yeah, breakfast. Say it right, okay? Don't do that. Say it right. All. If you want me to get the all star breakfast on a light skinned waffle? You got? Nah, I ain't getting no light skinned waffle. It got to be well done on a clean waffle maker. But we we'll talk about that later. You got to take a shot if I'm going to Waffle House. Eric, I don't like. You got to be for the rest of the season because we ain't hit all three. But you got to take a shot this week. Uh, when we get together, you got to take a shot. Hmm? Yes. 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 Get the Scooby-Doo look off your face. Eric thought we got to go to the polls. The polls not open this week. Oh, now they ain't open? No, the polls <laughs> not open. The voting polls not open this week. Thanksgiving was last week. They, 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 hey, government government, uh, no. government services back open, Jack. No, the polls the polls ain't over this week, Pat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Because no, everything you got four hundred yards of total offense. That was you Jack, throw two touchdowns. That's the only check we didn't get. What yeah, was the last thing? What 
And I, Eric, what was the, you probably probably don't have a rundown. What was the uh, the bet for ours? It was like two different things. I had to get a turnover. We had to win, and yeah, it was it was it maybe it was, it was just those two. It was those two. No, you I'm, had to get a turnover. You had to win. Exactly. I didn't get the turnover. You created a game. It don't matter. It don't matter. I didn't get the turnover. The turnover is not under my stat column. It's under Keanu. Can I ask you a question? I want to ask you a question. Would would Keanu Neal, uh, would he have received that interception if you didn't deflect the pass? Yes or no? This is yes or no. Say it one more time. Would Keanu Neal brought in that interception if you didn't deflect the pass? Yes or no? Against Green? No. Right? Nope. So because you deflected the pass, he cre- he caught an interception, right? He did, but I did not. not I did not get, you know, you said I had to get an interception. That's what you said. I don't like how the show is Hey, I'm, I'm going to be like, what's that commercial? Uh, the, uh, is it progressive when they thought the challenge flag? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how the show is starting right now, Eric. I think we need to read Let's start. I don't like where it's going right now. Let's go to the polls. Do you, do, do you believe I should take yeah. a shot just because there were only two successful things that hit. Steelers won, and we got 400 yards of total offense. Kenny didn't throw two touchdowns. That's Kenny. Man, that's the same thing, man. I did not get the interception, which was the bet, and we did get the interception. So you want one of the two, and I want two of the three. You definitely should take one because you you I got three of the three, uh two of the three out of the uh out of the three uh, things you predicted. Well, we go to the polls. Eric, let's go. Let's go to the polls. Let the fans decide if that if that's going to happen or not. Yes. And if it happens, yes, I, gotta, I, I well, decide. Yes. What I what I take? Can I pick? No. Pick. No. What? It got to be tequila. What? Got to be tequila. Why? I don't know which one I want to give you just yet. No, cause you, I no, you you drink that foreign liquor that you. No, nah, man, it's, gonna, it's exactly. It's gonna be nice and smooth for you. Nah, I might have some. I might have like no in my chest. Uh, I don't need. I don't need my blood. I don't need my blood boiling. I don't need nothing to have my blood boiling. I don't want nah, my your blood, blood ain't gonna boil. It's always gonna be boiling. It's gonna be boiling. <laughs> no. Well, we gonna let the fans <laughs> vote. But hey, y'all won. Good. Check. Check. Four four hundred yards of total offense. Check that back to back. Can the offense do that back to back? We'll see. We will see something. And with that being said, before we get all the way involved in the game, a couple a couple of things to cover. Pat P. Last week we recorded the night before Matt Canada was fired. Uh, what was your reaction to that decision when it actually became a reality? Hearing that Matt Canada was fired, of course, mid season. Man, honestly, it, I really didn't have. In a, uh, a reaction because yep. it was just so out of the blue. And, you know, we was, I think we, as soon as it happened, I think it happened Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Yeah. So we had Tuesday to get, morning, Tuesday morning. You know, at the end of the day, we had to get right back into the game plan because yep. who was playing Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. You yeah, just so lost to Cleveland. Say it again. Y'all had just lost to Cleveland. Yeah, so no, so we was getting ready for this game, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah the Bengals. So you know, we was getting ready for another game. So it was honestly, we didn't have enough time to react <laughs> about it. It was, yeah, you know, it was time to roll on to the next one, next man up, as we, as they always say. You know, it it would have been different if you know, coach would have been like, "Hey, this is about to happen." Da 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 da. Then you know, then you'll be 
kind of taken by to be able to give a give a have more thought about it. But since it happened so quick, we was right into the next game plan. It was like, hell, we can't dwell on that. It's time to, you know, it's time to keep keep this train going. Yeah. And I'd be damn, first game out, them boys come out and put up 400 yards. So um I'm not the one to say that it needed to be done, but coach, you know, he he get paid to make those type of decisions. So <laughs> he 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 felt that it needed to be done and he made the decision. And you know, the day, uh, the week after, the offense went out there. Although the the scoreboard may not shown, you know, the 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 effectiveness on how the offense was able to move up and down the field. Yep. Um, but it was definitely something promising to watch and see those guys be able to move all of the pieces of the offense, just not one guy, another guy here. Like all the guys were able to be involved in the offense and let that thing flourish the way it did on Sunday. How was how did you find out? Did you find out through social media, through TV? Yeah. Did you find yeah, out? We all found out through social media. Social media? Yeah, okay. All right. And and also too, Pat P, I think it was Saturday or Sunday morning before the game against Cincinnati, there were reports that emerged regarding some locker room disagreements, right? After the Cleveland loss in the Cleveland locker room, there were some guys going back and forth, you know, a few offensive players, you know, going against, you know, defensive players. Uh, what was the general vibe? You know what I mean? When something like that happened, you know what I mean? Because of course, me and you know, we, there are, there will be incidents where teammates have disagreements, might want to come to terms to blow. It happens here right. and there. But clearly, that was a devastating loss and how it surfaced against Cleveland. So emotions were high. Um, but what what's the vibe when something like that happens? What did you think that was good for the team or? You know, did you guys harp on that getting ready for uh, the Cincinnati game? Um, well, first of all, going back to that game, that was a disappointing loss. That was a game we shouldn't have lost. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. give a damn how you <laughs> cut it. Yeah, that's yeah. a game we should have lost. Yeah, exactly. Point blank, period. But we lost. You know, <laughs> it, it is what it is, and we got to find a way to move forward. And you know, when you lose a game like that, especially when you prepare, you know, the way that we did going into that game, you know, offensive guys wasn't getting the touches that they was, you know, wanting to get that they saw in practice and, you know, things like that. And and they felt that they could be effective. And that all comes with team, man. That all, this is a brotherhood, you know. So there's going to be temper players. There's going to be disagreements here and there. It's all about how you resolve them. It's all about how you come together after it. Is it something that's going to linger on? Is it something that you just put behind your back, you know, talk about it, get whatever you got to get off your chest and let's move on? Uh, or it's going to be that type of situation or you just going to, you know what I mean, envy this guy the rest of the season and have that hurt the team. Mm -hmm. And that's something that didn't happen. You know, both guys, you know, said what they needed to say. You know, it was one of those uh, I won't say it was a kumbaya type moment, but, you know, it just shows that guys care, man. Guys care about winning. Guys care about, you know, they effort and what they put out there on the field on Sundays. And in and, and that, and, 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 and that moment, it showed. It showed. And, I, and all that was was just that was good frustration. That was excellent frustration, in my opinion, because, like, I believe, like Najee said, it's either it's going to show – is either going to make us or break us. It's, we're going to find out, you know, which direction we 
we uh, we're going to go from this incident, um, you know, moving forward and look at us now. I, I believe it, it definitely is going to propel us in the right direction, man, because we got guys on this team that care and love one another and that's willing to go to battle for one another each and every Sunday. And we can't do nothing, nothing but appreciate that. And knowing Mike Tomlin, he probably wanted to see that. Okay. <laughs> knowing him, he probably wanted to see I want to see some emotion. Be angry that you guys lost <laughs> you did put forth that performance. Lay, I want to see that. And hey, yeah, but if it comes to a few blows here and there, that's 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 needed. That might hey, be man. the thing we need to wake everybody up and say, man, stop BSing around. <laughs> care about laying down like this. Man, there are a right. lot of people that depend on what you guys do. The standard mm -hmm. is extremely high within that right. organization. Stop just taking these bad losses and hey, man, and smiling. No, man. If you want to throw a blower here or there, yeah. But like you said, move on. We don't yeah. need to build on that. You know, you want to you want to throw a punch or you want to act like you want to throw a punch. <laughs> By the time we get back on this bus to get back to Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, it's time to get ready for the next week. And just remember this feeling that surfaced because you guys didn't do what we – no one did what you were supposed to do. Right. And the, the, you saw how it transitioned into a better outing against Cincinnati. And let's go to the games. I know one thing you always... I don't know if you saw, you just saw, to me, it was just a different, it was just a different energy from the from the offense. Guys just, I don't know, it was just more, it was just more energy in every guy who touched the ball. It wasn't just coming from one guy like, like last week it was Warren. You know, the week before that, you know, early in the year it was all GP. You know what I mean? It was awesome to see all the guys get their touches. Pat get introduced back into the offense. Yeah, yeah. And see, you know, Deontay, you know, play with the energy that he played with on a couple of big third down catches down the stretch for us. And, you know, GP still doing what he needed to do in that ball game as well. And Najee running like an angry man. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it was, it was just. A, he, a, I love it. He feels yeah. like he's from old, old microwave. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, man. It was it was awesome. Yeah, to see, Answer the call because you got 30 pushing you. 30 more carries. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he want to eat. So, Najee, you want to go ahead and keep getting them opportunities. Guess what you better do? Better take advantage of it. No doubt about it. It's a competition. Even though you're on the same team, it's imperative for, to have guys pushing you. That's what make right. great. That's what make, you know, the iron, the, the, the iron sharp. Iron sharp and iron. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what we need. So, I'm, I was happy to see Najee running angry, running mad, you know, because 30 been running that way the entire year. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was a good thing. And talk about some of the numbers, man. 421 yards of total offense. First game, as we stated, with 400-plus yards since week two in 2020. That was a COVID year. Shoot. Mm -hmm. 58 straight games. It's, ama it's amazing that they've been winning games not getting 400 yards of total offense. That's crazy, right? Uh, longest mm -hmm. streak in the last 30 seasons. You guys outgained the Bengals 421 to 222. First time outgaining an opponent this year. Uh, in the last four games, you guys have averaged 174 yards on the ground. The In the first seven games, you guys averaged offensively 79 yards on the ground. I would like to say this. I think the, the surges of ground of the ground game really surfaced for me when Broderick Jones Broderick. to the <laughs> I'm a guy, And I'm not saying he's the sole reason why we're seeing so – uh, so 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 much production running the football, but I think he got a lot to do with it. The yeah. old young fellow on that right side ain't playing around, man. He he's been doing a great <laughs> job, man. I, I I love I love his attitude that he plays with too, man. He played with a lot of swag. Okay. I like 
And you, I love to see big guys see playing the back. Alignment, anytime huh? you see an offensive lineman got his pants cut, that his whole kneecap is out like a DB, <laughs> right? He got the high wrist pad. He got his jersey cut up, showing all his shoulder blade. He got a towel. Yeah. Right? He got a pacifier mouthpiece, like he a skilled guy. He ready. He ready to play busy. Trent yeah. Williams. You look at Trent Williams' uniform. He don't look like no offensive lineman. His jersey no. is different. He got no. a different cut on the pants. You know, but he got his sock game together. You know, it's certain <laughs> offensive linemen that take pride in how they look, but they also take more pride in how they play. And old right. Brock, man, playing good football. This draft yeah. class, man, is a funda- a foundational piece for success moving forward. No Brock doubt Trent, about it. Joey no Porter Jr., Benton. Oh, Herbert came in that thing and got fired up too, didn't he? He ran yeah. straight to old Jake Brownie. Brownie didn't oh, yeah. He didn't know about guys can move that fast on that level. Man, this draft class has really been a, a bright spot to see. And speaking of another unsung hero, Pat P, uh, Trent Thompson got called yeah. up from the practice squad few, yeah. a few weeks ago. You know, been filling in because of Mika not being in the lineup because of his injury. Huge, huge game-changing interception. They were in the red zone. They were clearly in a makeable field goal-type uh, situation. Uh, that pick by Trenton Thompson – was phenomenal, man. Just take us through what you've seen from Trenton throughout his process being called up from the practice squad and now playing significant time for the defense. Man, you know, Trenton has been phenomenal for since he since he's gotten um, to us in Latrobe, I believe around week two of camp. I can't remember when exactly he got there because I believe uh, Trey, um, Trey Wood had went down and we needed another safety and we ended up bringing yeah. him in. Very, very physical guy. Coach had to woe him a bunch of times in camp because he was just, he wanted to hit it, hit anything that was moving. And uh, and to see that, you know, trans uh, transfer over into the game, into the yeah. preseason, had a, had a couple of big plays in the preseason, had a pick in the preseason as well. And to see, you know, his confidence level continue to grow, it just gave the coaches, the coaches staff confidence for when his number was called, that they'll be comp- safe and confident that he'll go out there and uh, produce for us as he did throughout the preseason. So um, it was just about time, you know, and, uh, not, not about time. It was just, you know, a matter of time, a matter of time that his number was called for him to go out there and showcase his talents, man, because a great tackler, great open field tackler, mm-hmm. got great ball skills. And like I said, really now getting comfortable in that communication role or, of uh, of getting guys lined up, check check ball um, situations and things like that. So he's definitely starting to grow into his own. Oh, no question that that buzzing to the flats. Of course, that was a wrong read by Jake Brown. He tried to hit that stop. Hey, we, hey, we, 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 we had we hey we had the rookie head spinning a little bit, man. As y'all should. That, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. I, I was just more fascinated with the catch because you know most DBs would drop that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he where he positioned the ball, but that play right there, Pat P, because at that time. I think you guys were down t- seven three or ten. Yeah, it was seven three. It was seven three, right? Mm-hmm. And they had opportunity to worst case scenario to put three points on the scoreboard. Right. And he took points away. That kind of jump started that 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 come from behind victory in the second half and the rest is history. So shots out to Trenton, man, playing good football, uh, doing his thing. You know, one thing about you, you know, you've been around the game for such a long time, and you pride yourself on having a high intellect football iq on that late onside kick you immediately recognize that the clock has should have been should have been running <laughs> a lot of people didn't pay attention to that that might have felt like it wasn't a big deal but it was a big deal 
Yeah, yeah, that was a big running. deal. Yeah, and, and, and it should have been running took and, and taking it under two the two minute warning. Uh, we know, like you say, you have a lot. I say you like you have a lot of experience, but how did that game awareness develop for you in that situation? Because that's an onside kick situation. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not like on the defensive side, but you know, being where you were on the football field and understanding the time situation. Yeah, man. Just obviously being in the league for very, very 13 years now, being a fan of the game for, you know, all my life, having an opportunity to watch it, you know, on, uh, on television growing up and just always paying attention to situational football, understanding, you know, how many timeouts you have, how much time is on the clock, how much time it actually takes to run a play. You know what I mean? Things like that. Uh, what happens if you get a penalty under two minutes, under a minute? You know what I mean? You know, just things like that. So I always want to um, be up on the rules and certain situations that can happen in the game um, so you can just be on top of it. But I knew it was, what, 204. As soon as the ball is touched, the, the clock should be running. First of all, we had clock issues the entire game. Mm. <laughs> the scoreboard went out. They had to run. They had to run the freaking uh, – Game game clock on the field like we was in Little League, man. Pop one, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was an issue from first from uh, from the jump. Good thing y'all wasn't playing in New England, huh? That's a good thing y'all wasn't playing in New England, right? <laughs> so then we get the ball, we catch the ball. Who out? I, I think who was it? Deontay, I believe, caught the onside kick. He catches the ball. Now he's in bounds for at least another six seconds. Another at least another six seconds. And I look at the clock and said 203. I said, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. <laughs> I know I ain't go to Harvard or anything like that. I ain't the brightest guy in the world. <laughs> but I knew that play took longer than three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say you're trying to spare my time out, man. Hey man, bro, what's going on here, man? I know it gotta be it's it gotta be at least a two-minute warning. He said, Oh yeah, we got it. We got it. We're gonna we gonna check it out. So they end up figuring it out. And uh, we didn't have to go back out there on the field. Mm, that's that. Nothing like that victory formation, man. No question. That's the best formation in football. Of course, at, after the game, you know, we saw you guys celebrating in the, in the locker room. The vibe clearly was at all-time high. Do you celebrate with any of the guys in the locker room? I see a lot of guys be on social media, have their phones up, man. Where, 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 where is the grandfather of the group at? After a win like this past Sunday in Cincinnati, where the granddaddy at? <laughs> so... Like what now? I, I do. I, I don't celebrate and do all the dancing around and things like that. I go around dapping up the guys in the secondary for sure. Uh, of course, you know, telling the guys good game, ask, asking how they come out of the game. You know, uh, highlight the defensive back coach. Oh, you out here acting like a coach. <laughs> that's what that's what coaches do. Hey man, good, good man. How your body? Your body feel good? You all right? You make it all right? I'm just right? making sure my guys good, man. That's all. Man. I'm just making sure my guys good. So after I do that. I go, I go take me a shower. Go take me a shower. I'm hearing all the commotion that's going on out there. You know, mm -hmm. taking a shower. Then obviously the media come in, do my media, get on the bus, getting back to either leaving home, uh, leaving to go home, or getting on the bus to go to the airport. Okay. So quick question before you before we transition to the AZ Cardinals preview. What we witnessed from the offense. Is that sustainable? Should we expect to see that type of performance? Or is it one of those situations where a dog got a bone? Man, we'll see. Man, we'll we'll see what tomorrow brings. You know what I mean? We'll see what tomorrow brings. I know that's our goal, to put that same outfit out there again, even better. You know what I mean? Putting, 
you know, matching the, 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 the score up with the time of possession. I know that was one of the things, uh, one of my old uh, fun head coaches, one of the uh, better head coaches I've been around, Bruce Arians. I know he's all, he always talked about points uh, equals time of possession. You know what I mean? So um, I know those guys, I know that's a big point of emphasis of being able to put the ball in the box, you know, moving forward. But we'll see, man. I, it was, like I said, it was very promising to see what the offense was able to do under under the new uh, coordinators and uh, being able to utilize the talent that we have on that side of the ball. Let's see if we can do it again, run it back. Y'all trying to get in January football. It better. That's what, what we need to see. We don't yeah. need to score more 170 yard total game and six points or seven points. We need to. 16 was a great appetizer because you had 400 plus yards and, and you won. Right. Now it's time to get the main course. Let's go ahead and get 400 plus yards again. Now get in the 20s. I understand you want to take baby steps. I'm okay with that. But the expectation is the expectation. You're playing against a team that's going in the wrong direction in Arizona. Let's, let's start fast, take them in deep water, and drown them. Because you guys want to be playing in January football. And we want to watch y'all play in January football. And that's what we want to see. There we have it. You fired Canada. That should have light a fire on everybody, or especially on the offensive side. Like, now it's the time is now. Let's go. So mm -hmm. we did see number eight looking pretty good. Pat. I finally saw some seam action. He was throwing the football in the middle of the seam. Like, thank you. Hey, he got his guy back, man. He got his guy back, moved back. Um, so we'll Wait, see. Where, like I said, we'll see where, where we go from here, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. And get this, Pat Pete. Y'all kind of won twice uh, this past Sunday. You know what I mean when I say that? Uh -uh. Won two times. Y'all won by beating Cincinnati. But y'all also won again because Denver beat. The oh Cleveland. yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a good Sunday. But man, this is how I'm thinking about it. It what wasn't a good Sunday. It would have been even a better Sunday if we would have won last week. Oh, we, we moved past that. Y'all done fought. In yeah, the you're right. You're right. So he had a locker room fight like high school. We done moved on. <laughs> <laughs> y'all done fought. Yeah, you done moved on. Right. You're right. Arizona. Close that door, man. That, that door. door over. Whatever door. happened, happened. Move on. Let's go. Let's go. With that being said, Cardinals preview is coming up next. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fans, home, the boys, guys back home again. Pittsburgh, make sure you're there. Arizona Cardinals are coming to town from the West Coast. Is revenge on your mind when you play against your former team? I know you played against them last year, right? And in Minnesota, you had a heck of a ball game. And you can sit here and tell me you lied to me last year because I remember nah, recording. What I lie about? You, you, oh, yes, yeah, just another game, Mac. You know how I am, man. I've been out, <laughs> you've been in this league as long as I have, Mac. You know, man, it's just another <laughs> game. I want to go out. How did here. I lie to you? Hold on, let me finish. Just, I just want to <laughs> go out here and do what I be doing all the time, Mac. But then when I watched the game, I saw a different seven out there talking trash, cussing people out. I don't know if you were mic'd up. You cussed out Paul Cliff Kingsbury for no reason. 
I mean, you were just talking trash to D-Hop and everybody. So I said, well, why he lied to me for no reason? I was a free ball. I ain't even asked for that lie. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's just a different game, man. You know, I'm a, I, you've been in the leagues like this, man. You know, you're professional. So I'm going to ask you again. And don't you lie to me. Is this is there any kind of revenge on your mind? Because, you know, they told you you wasn't good enough, so they didn't even want to bring you back. No, man, this is not a revenge game. Okay. <laughs> I promise you, this is not a revenge game. Was last year a revenge game? Yeah, it was. So why you lied to me then? Because I ain't want nobody being okay. on- Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah, because, you know, they'll take it and run with it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people out there in Arizona still mad at you for whatever reason, so you're right. Yeah. Oh, so you played the game or old Matt? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got you. But okay. no, this, this is not a revenge, man, because the people who I had, you know, the main person, at least, who I have a vendetta with, he, he's not there anymore. So, it's, I'm over it. Okay. But I do, I do, I do want to ball hard, though. I want, I want to. Yeah, because they told you you weren't good enough. Yeah, they said yeah. You were old. Three years yeah. ago, they said you were old and you weren't good enough. So, do anybody got number 21 out there? I don't even know, Mac, to be honest with you. I there is a guy got number 21. It is a DB. Huh? I think there is someone who got 21. I remember seeing a number 21 out there in the secondary. Right? Yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. Yeah. Oh, oh you, you still got some teammates that you played with there. Buda Baker is there. Uh, yeah, Garrett Williams from Syracuse. He's rocking number 21. He plays in the secondary, if I'm not mistaken. So some of your former teammates are still there. Uh, have you communicated with Kyler since that online back and forth over a year ago before his injury? No. Yeah. Will you, will you say what's up to him Sunday? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you, you should. Y'all should take a picture. Come together, you know, some of y'all teammates take a picture. And <laughs> we ain't taking no damn picture now. Y'all don't take, I used to take pictures, but, you know. No, I ain't doing that. I'm going to see my boy Buddha. My who, boy else, who, else out, who, who else is out there? Uh, I know Buddha. DJ Humphrey. Um, Zayvon Collins? Did you play with him? Oh, yeah. Actually... Crazy man, I, we, I went out to dinner with that dude right before, um, right when they drafted him, or right before they drafted him, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like in February or March or something like that, when you know when all the guys come in on their visits and uh, visiting all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I went to Ocean Forty Four with that young fella. Me, him, and um, who was a linebackers coach at that time? Ocean Forty Four. They got that's a nice little spot to eat. Yeah, I can't think who the line who was the linebackers coach at the time, but yeah. So Buddha, Buddha, my guy, though. Yeah, I got. I, I definitely highlight my boy Buddha for sure. I'm trying to think of the turnover. Like anybody else there? Any of the wide receivers? Run? Was Connor there when you were there? Connor came from Pittsburgh. Man, Connor was playing with Pittsburgh when I was in in Arizona. Wow. So that turnover the roster is like, yes, yeah, Kevin Beecham. Oh, he's still there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know Kevin was still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played with Kevin. Yeah. I mean, this is a team. Like, since, you know, getting Kyler Murray back, he provides stability at the quarterback position, but, you know, he's still trying to figure things out. You know, didn't have a good outing against the Rams. You know, Sean McVay always has success against the Cardinals and, and Matthew Stafford. He owned yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't give a damn who the coach is. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. But, you know, when you're playing against a dynamic player at the quarterback Billy position, Davis. Like, like, like Kyler Murray, you know, what, 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 what is it that your defense need to do? 
you know what I mean, to not allow Kyler Murray to, to get out and have success? Um, well, we got two of the best guys in, in the league that's good at that, of keeping quarterbacks in the pocket, you know, making their day, uh, making their day very long and miserable. Um, so I'm not worried about, you know, those guys collapsing the pocket and making Kyler very antsy. It's just going to be on us on the back end um, because we know they're going to they're going to want to throw the ball at least 30, 40 times because they don't have a real solid, efficient run attack. Um, so we, we know we're, well, at least that's what I'm expecting. You know, I haven't seen a game plan or anything like that thus far. But just being able to um, confuse them, you know, I just know with me being there, one of his weaknesses is, you know, keeping him, keep him, him in the pocket, trying to make him a pocket passer. That's when you're able to have success for him because, you know, God didn't give him the hype to see over the offensive lineman and see the coverages and things like that. So I think that's going to be our biggest challenge, you know, being able to keep him in that pocket and being able to, to, to disguise different coverages on the back end. Yes, sir. Well, it's prediction time. B-Mac's prediction. It's hot news. What you got for me, Matt? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, score 20 to 12, Pittsburgh win. Win by eight. Okay. Another 400-yard game from the offense. Kenny Pickett, okay. I need two touchdowns. All right? I need two touchdowns. So, I'm giving you four predictions. 20 to 12 is one prediction. 400 yards of total offense is another. Kenny Pickett throws two touchdowns, a minimum of two touchdowns. And the fourth prediction is the defense will have three sacks and two turnovers. Three sacks, minimum, two turnovers, minimum. That's it. That's four great things that will happen for Pittsburgh that will prevail in another big win for the Steelers as they get closer to trying to march into postseason play. There we have it. I like it, Matt. There I like it. There we go. Two two turnovers. Hey, but you're still taking that shot, though. I already know what the fans gonna say. No, we, we leave it at to the. We, if the polls is open, I thought the polls were closed for the rest of the year. They open, we figure out what they gonna say. We gonna see. I know what the fans gonna say. Get ready, I got some for you. Pat P. Before we let you go, man, the Athletic put out a player poll in which they polled 85 players, right? Mm -hmm. And they asked them different questions. Uh, and, and and I guess we don't know exactly the players that they asked. It was done anonymously. So what I'm going to do is I want to ask you some of the same question they asked as well to kind of get your answer, right? For you, today as we see it, best player in the game today is who? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Okay, you said Lamar Jackson. 46% of the league said Pat Mahomes. Hmm. Most underrated player is who? Most underrated player? Yep. Uh shoot. I gotta go with my, what's the DB name from um from Dallas? Uh Deron? Uh uh Yeah, Bland, Deron Bland. Yeah, Deron. Yeah. Hey. The football boy doing numbers, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got five pick sixes or something like that. Hey. I like Deron Bland. And and yeah, I and I, and I'll piggyback too. I'll go my best, the, the best player in the game today, I'll say Pat Mahomes. Okay. Most underrated player, five percent of the league said T. Higgins. All right. Biggest trash talker in the league. Biggest trash talker in the league. 
Um, I don't really. I see they got sauce on here. I don't really. No, they got Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, I think that's valid. He, he talk a lot of trash. You remember? He does. He does. He, he, does. he had the receivers from Chicago I, trying to fight him. Um, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I can't, I can't put a real finger on it right now. But I go no, I go with I go with Trent Williams. Okay. All right. I go with Trent Williams. Which current coach other than your own you would want to play for? Mm. Pete Carroll. Okay. You would say Pete Carroll. You say Pete Carroll. I'll go with. Probably Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel? Mm. Yeah, Mike McDaniel is interesting. Anytime you on a coach on the sideline yeah. wins off whites while you coach a bet, I might want to rock with you. Yeah. But you yeah. know me, Mac. I'm like old school. And Pete is old yeah. school, but he still got that fire boy. Who Kyle Shanahan's another good one too, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyle is a good one too. All right. Uh player's choice, 20% of the league said Mike Tomlin. Oh, All yeah, right. Coach T. No question. Best stadium to play in? Uh, for me, I like, uh, I don't know if it's still called uh, CenturyLink, but uh, Seattle. Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Majority of the league, well, 70, 17% said Arrowhead. And I guess because of the atmosphere, it's not like they got brand new facilities. Right. Worst stadium to play in? Mm. Hey man, it's a couple of bad stadiums out there. <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna have to go with Washington. Okay. The the popular choice from the players was MetLife. Yeah, because they don't like the turf. Yeah, they don't took a lot of Achilles and a lot of ACLs. I don't like the turf, but the 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 locker room and all that stuff is nice. Yeah, I'm but surprised you didn't say uh, uh, Alliant Stadium. What's the name of the stadium out there in Vegas? Allegiant. Allegiance. 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 Something like that. Yes, yeah, Allegiance. You didn't like that stadium? It was cool. It was cool. It was just like we took over that stadium, and 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 it was it was it was like it was it was good, but like going to Seattle, like the twelfth man is real. I don't know if you ever played that before, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I played that one year. Yeah, and they, it, they probably wasn't as good as they were when when Pete Carroll was there, right? What year oh, you no played? Yeah, I, I played there with, with with Pete. Oh yeah, yeah, you was you was with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that thing, that thing, that thing definitely picks Man, up. Then, like you said, you said the atmosphere. Man, you could have four different seasons in one in one game up there. It, it'll it'll rain, it'll stop, it'll be sunny. It'll uh, the next thing you know the mist will roll through. Then it's cold as on on all it's all out. Get out. Next thing you know, by the time the game is over with, you know yes, what sir. I mean. We'll get four different seasons in one game. <laughs> and like I said, they DJ whoever they DJ is. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. He don't be playing that that mainstream stuff. He be playing the underground tracks, like the tracks that you get from the bay. You know the ones you hearing. You know in the in, you know you know rolling through the hood that you you, you hear them type of tracks. He ain't playing the mainstream tracks like the the uh, 
all the, the stuff you hear on the radio. Now yeah. he playing what the players want to hear. The DJ is important. <laughs> That's very, very important. No doubt about it. Yeah. But that was a that was a good little poll. But Pat P, as you know, it's a big week once again. We're going to let you get yourself together for this upcoming revenge game. Oh, I'm sorry. You said it wasn't a revenge game. My no, bad. it's not a revenge, it's not a revenge game. game. It's not, it's just I promise another... you that. I promise you. I promise you that this time. It's I believe not... you. I believe you this time. I, I believe you. I didn't believe you a year ago. I believe you this time. All right? <laughs> Big game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, another opportunity to try to get another win in the win column. And clearly, this is what you got to do is postseason is getting close to postseason time. So either in the words of Mike Tomlin, around this time, getting close to December football, either you're thriving or you or you surviving. That's Which true. one are you? Playoff teams are thriving. Teams that ain't making the playoffs, they're just trying to survive. So think about Cabos. No question. No question. We don't want to go there. It's too early to go there. We go there. In April and May. You don't want to go there in February. Uh-uh. No, sir. All right, well, Pat P, get you some rest. We'll see you on the yes. field on Sunday. Yes, sir.